You are victorious throughout. I don't care what it looks like, how it feels like, how it acts like, how it smells like. I don't care. The word of God never changes. So you are victorious. I am victorious. You are victorious throughout, throughout the battle. Of course, at the end, but throughout. Why? Because 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God's strength in me is greater than any obstacle, any demonic strength, any power, any principality, anything in this world, any naysayer, any accusation. It doesn't really matter because if I'm walking in accordance with the word of truth, if I'm walking in an alignment with the spirit of truth, then let me tell you, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. And I get to keep my focus. Say, I'm going to keep my focus. I'm going to keep my focus and I'm not going to shift regardless of what you may be facing right now remember that with faith in Christ it's faith in Christ you're going to move those mountains we're moving the mountains Isaiah 40 verses 4 and 5 Isaiah 40 verses 4 and 5 every valley shall be exalted thank you so much every valley shall be exalted every mountain and hill brought low and the crooked places shall be made straight say they're going to be made straight God's going to make them straight, rough places, smooth, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall, shall see it. Together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You are victorious. I'm victorious. God is making a way for me. Mm -hmm. I like audience participation. Amen. Men and women of God, we're going to rise. We're going to arise, and we're going to take our place. We are going to arise, and we're going to take our place. Isaiah 60, verse 1 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Each and every one of you in this room, it's time to get up. It's time to rise up. We are going to arise in Christ together. Unity in the kingdom, right? Amen? So we are loosed from infirmity today. I want you to say it over yourselves. I am loosed from any infirmity today. Hallelujah. I am loose from any sickness, any doubt, any double-mindedness, any fear, any timidity. You can fill in the blank. But I am loosed from it today. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Father. Hallelujah. I've titled today, Bent and Bound and Bent No More. Bound and Bent No More. Turn to Luke 13. Luke 13, verse 10. It says here, now, he was teaching in one of the synagogues. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, verse 11, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and she was bent over, and in no way, in no way, she, could she raise herself up. A spirit of infirmity for 18 years, and in no way could this woman stand up. She was bent over. Say, she was bent over. Bound and bent bound and bent the enemy was bent on the enemy was insistent on the enemy was committed to keeping her manipulated for the bible says she could in no way lift herself up wow 18 years you know what you can be bent over in fear you don't need to be bent over in a spirit of in 
infirmity, a spirit of sickness. You could be bent over in fear. You could be bent over in shame and in worry. You could be bent over because of your past. You could be bent over because you're still stuck in why did he leave and why did this happen. You could be bent over and bent out of shape in some situation when God never put you in that place and never wanted you to remain bent, o- bent over. He says it's time to arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has what? Yes, Isaiah, come on, 60. So we're not going to be bent over in some kind of a manipulative action that the enemy seems to find a way. He did for this woman for 18 years. We're not going to allow Satan to bend you over, over. So the only thing you can see is the very next step. You can only see the very next step where your feet are when God is saying, wake up, rise up, and show up. It's time to see my face, my face face i've got the way for you you know what it says here in the verse in verse uh, 10 jesus was teaching in the synagogues on the synagogue on the sabbath and there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years and she was bent over and in no way could she raise herself up jesus was teaching the woman was there the woman was in church jesus was teaching in their church jesus was is and was the word The word was teaching the word. This woman was still bound and bent over while the word was all around her. And I can just imagine day after day, week after week, year after year, she'd come in bent over and she'd hear the word and she would leave bent over. She'd come in bent over, full of fear, full of doubt. Now this is talking about a spirit of sickness, infirmity, but that could be anything in your life. That could be fear. That could be torment. That could be anything in your life. And bent over. Here, oh, it's a good word. Praise God. And leave still bent. But let me tell you, we're not going to leave bent. We're not going to come to church, hear the word, and leave bent. We're not going to come to church, worship God, and still leave bent and bound. It's time to be free, not bent and bound. Amen? Hallelujah. Look at verse 12. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. Stop right there. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him. There was an action. There was something that this lady needed to do in order to receive what was available for her to receive right there, right now. Jesus saw her and he said, come. He called her. Let's read it again. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him. Woman, come, come here. He called for her to come. And in the coming, as she came, what did he say to her? He loosed her from the infirmity. He said, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Sometimes we need to do something before we can receive something. Sometimes people just want to receive something, but they're not willing to do something. Are you coming to Jesus? Are you coming to him with all of your concerns? Are you coming to him with all of your heartache? Are you saying, Lord, I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to bring this heaviness to you, and I'm laying it at your feet? Are you coming to him and laying it at his feet because when we come to him and we lay it at his feet we're doing something and it's called the divine exchange so that we can receive something receive what receive his goodness receive what receive his healing receive what receive his unending love his incredible love 
We, we, we get to receive the power of the Most High God. We come to him. We give him our lack. We give him our fear. We give him our doubt. We give him our sickness. We give him our questions and concerns. And he says, here, let me have them. Let me have them. I will now give to you what you actually really need because you're not going to be bound and bent no more. Say bound and bent no more. I will be bound and bent no more in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. So, yeah, women, you are loose from your infirmity. Hallelujah. And he laid, verse 13, he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. Immediately. You know what hap what's happening here? Hebrews 1.3. He, he, what's happening here is God is holding all things by the word of his power. They're, the word is powerful. God is holding all things by the word of his power. Jesus is the word. Jesus is power. The word is power. He's holding all things by the word, by the word, by Jesus, the word of his power. And when he speaks, it happens. He speaks and it comes about. Ephesians 1.20, it says, the same power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. Come on, say, the same power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power of God that set Jesus at the right hand of God. The same power that positioned him far above principalities and powers. The same power of God that positioned him above might and dominion. It's the same power of God that actually raised you up, church of God. Raised you up, Ephesians 2, 6. Seated you in the heavenly places. I don't know about you, but that makes me happy. What happens to me is I realize my position in Christ. I, I'm reminded... I'm reminded of positionally where I am seated. And you too are seated positionally in Christ. Seated with Christ at the, ha at the hand of God. Come on. Above power, all the powers and principalities. Above it. What are you doing with the power of God? What are you doing with the seat of authority that you've been placed in? What are you doing? Recognize it. We got to recognize it and say, yes, I receive it. Yes, I'm going to walk with authority. I'm going to walk with an understanding. I'm going to walk with an with an with an uh, this understanding that uh, yes it's a it's a responsibility but not one I shy away from one that I embrace one that I embrace because we're called to it because you carry his DNA amen hallelujah so the same power that raised Christ from the dead is ra has raised you too he's raised you up and the same power that seated Christ at the right hand of God you too are seated in the heavenly places with God. It's incredible when you think of what he has done for us. Amen. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Romans 8, 11. So today he's quickening you right now. When you get this, you realize I'm being quickened. He's giving life to me right now. According to Romans 8, 11, he's giving life to me right now. See, but I have to be like this woman that when he says, when I hear it, it's like Jesus calling me. It's like Jesus calling me, come. Do you hear the word of the Lord? Do you hear the word of truth? I am quickening you right now. No more being dead. No more being uh, shut down. No more being timid. No more being um, feeling so weak and so low and so unqualified. No more. It's time to rise up. It's time to dream. It's time to dream. It's time to think. It's time to, it's time to think the thoughts of God for you, for your life, each and every one of you. You know, sometimes the enemy wants you to feel so bound and so shut down and so it's over and so difficult. But I'll tell you right now, it's a lie. Say it's a lie. And it's coming from the liar, the father of lies. There's no truth in him. 
right? There's no truth in him. There's no truth in the devil. There's no truth in him at all. But when Jesus says, I've raised you up, I've given you kingdom authority, I've seated you in the heavenly places, today is the day of salvation, get up, get up, get up, amen? Hallelujah. I want you to go down to, well, let me just, I'm going to keep reading. Verse 14. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, what have you done? Because, see, Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them, not on the Sabbath day. He said, what are you doing? Why are you healing her on the Sabbath day? But look at what the Lord said, verse 15. For those of you that think, well, you know, he's good and he's kind and he, and you forget the he's just part. Because let me tell you, when there needs to be a word spoken firmly, he speaks it. Look at what he says here. The Lord answered and he said, hypocrite. He says, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? Hypocrite. Why are you acting like that? I see what you do. We all know what you do. Here Jesus just healed this woman. He just said, woman, thou art loosed. And from being bound for 18 years, she stands up. They're all giving him a hard time for that. But look at what verse 16 says. And this is the proof here where this did. This is something that came from the enemy. Look at verse 16. So what not this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan, who? Whom Satan has bound. Think of it. For 18 years, shouldn't this woman whom Satan has bound for 18 years be loosed? from this bond, from on the Sabbath? What does it matter what day of the week it is? The king of kings is here. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm here. Hallelujah. See, sometimes you can get so stuck in something that you think is so right, and you miss God even when he's right in front of your face. He's right there in their face, right in front of their face. But I decree over you today you're going to be loose from your infirmity. You're going to be loose from your fears, loose from your setbacks, loose, loose from the fear of man. Some of you just need to grab hold of what's being spoken out today. Loose from worries of this world, loose from a performance or a perfectionism mindset that keeps you bound. You think you're free, but you're bound because it really you're in performance mindset. No, it's not of God. It ties you up, it binds you down, and it slows you down because it's not of God. Amen? So today I loose you from self-made limitations. Notice how I said self-made. Self-made limitations. I loose you from the strong man's hold, from emotional crippling. No more emotional crippling today. You're not going to be emotionally crippled so that you can't walk out the high calling of God in your life. No more emotional crippling where you can't see past what's happening because you're so stuck in some trauma and it just triggers you right back to where, you know, 40 years ago. Something that happened 40 years ago. No, loosed today. See, I'm going to be loosed today in the name of Jesus by the blood of the Lamb. The power of God is present to heal you today.